You're listening to Reporters and the Reported, a podcast from Cardiff University School of Journalism, Media and Culture. I'm Mark O'Callaghan, and in each episode we bring you insights and interviews with key people in the news industry who've come to speak to the students here at Cardiff. We'll examine the challenges, opportunities and threats facing journalism and get tips about the best way to follow a career in the media. Joining us today is Gitto Harry, who is a former BBC political and foreign correspondent who went on to work as communications director for Boris Johnson when he was Mayor of London, and then at Rupert Murdoch's News UK in the aftermath of the Leveson inquiry. Gitto, welcome. What do you think has changed um, about being a journalist now to when you first started? Uh, there's a lot more of it. It's faster moving. There are more outlets. Um, there are more sources. Virtually everybody out there is a potential source. Some of them are potential broadcasters. Any Tom, Dick or Sally can actually film something and whack it up on YouTube. Uh, any Tom, Dick and Harry can actually write a blog. Um, and that is a useful social function. But the core of journalism and what I love about it and what I think is valuable about it is it has changed in centuries, even millennia. It is the art of telling a story accurately, uh, reliably, to as large an audience or as relevant an audience as possible, uh, with the credibility and the integrity and the uh, passion and commitment and the ability uh, needed for it to make sense. And we do that. We deploy these stories in order to try and make sense of the world, in order to hold the rich and powerful and mighty to account, and in order to help people understand the world in which they live, breathe, work and play. In a post-truth era of alternative facts, um, how difficult is, is it for the journalist who works for the mainstream media to get his or her voice heard? I think... Uh, journalism, professional journalism at scale is having a revival because of fake news. I think people are being drawn back now to reliable sources of news and the big brands that were under threat, whether it be the BBC or the Times or the New York Times or The Economist, all the rest of it, are having a massive revival, I think, because people are craving uh, sources of news that they can rely on, that they know that they're accurate, that they're not generated by robots in St. Petersburg, that they're not being paid for by uh, big corporations or rich individuals. There's a real desperate craving for news that people can trust. And I think that means uh, professional journalism is alive, well, kicking and has a bright future. Do you worry at all, though, about local journalism? We're often hearing about uh, local regional papers uh, going to the wall uh, and nothing replacing them so that councils aren't properly um, scrutinised to see what's going on in terms of local democracy. I do worry that the business model does not sustain local journalism. The audiences are too small and the costs are too expensive um, for somebody to earn a living just covering the courts uh, and the local cop shop and church and all the rest of it, which is the basic hard graft of uh, journalism as most people initially uh, learn it. On the other hand, because journalism can be that much cheaper now, you can sit somewhere and email a council leader and get a response and post it up. Uh, newspapers, as in things on, you know, ink on dead trees, cost a lot of money. Websites can be very cheap. And I think we're just finding our way to finding a form of journalism that is still professional, but is doable economically so that we can cover. Because without that, we lose the sort of food chain and a lot of power goes unaccounted for. 
you were a political journalist for many years. When you speak to many members of the public, they often say, I'm not interested in uh, politics. I don't understand politics. They're all corrupt. Yet when you say to someone, well, are you interested in your child's education or are you interested in the National Health Service? They say, well, yes, of course. And then you explain to them, well, actually, that's politics in terms of the way the money flows and the way the big decisions are, are taken. How do you re-engage uh, with uh, people to get them interested in politics? The challenge is to do politics in an engaging way. Um, I think perhaps in my day, political journalists were guilty on TV, for instance, of not deploying true television uh, techniques. You know, they're everywhere else. You expect it to be... Uh, you, you expect a level of cinematography and in political journalists it used to be the green benches of the House of Commons you've got to bring it alive and you've got to boil it down and you've got to make it relevant that's the challenge for the journalist and the challenge for politicians of course is is to sort of address the real needs of, 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 of real people and to explain why big decisions matter and the the risk when politicians are, are sort of being duplicitous or opaque and uh, political journalists are being lazy is that we end up just talking about the thing that comes easiest, which is who's up, who's down and the gossip of it. Final question. You've been a journalist and a PR man. Which do you prefer? I think they're both part of the same food chain um, in that uh, we're all trying to tell stories uh, and the skill set is, is, is similar. And a good PR person with integrity is not going to try and manipulate or mislead a journalist because you can only get away with it once or twice. Uh, so what you're doing is the homework, I guess, um, the research that journalists have less and less time to do. And of course, you're advocating a point of view, but hopefully the professional journalist doesn't resent that. They take it on board and they make allowances. Uh, so they trust what you give them, but they don't take it as the only source. Um, they, they pursue other things. I think they're both uh, important functions, but one is clearly a sort of proactive uh, profession that advocates something. Um, that's communications. And journalism is often ends up as a, as, as a reactive uh, source that questions something when it comes towards critical thinking and all the rest of it. I like proactive journalism, where we decide what agenda we want to pursue and we go out in search of it and maybe communications people help us deliver it. And any tips for the media students here at Cardiff? Work hard, make your mistakes at, here at Cardiff, not when you uh, start your careers. Never stop believing that your profession is not only a source of great fun and excitement and personal exhilaration, but is fundamental uh, to making sense of the world and uh, plays a central role in, in people's lives. Good to Harry. Thank you very much.